broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. This is Unnecessary Roughness. You got to score points to win. You can't win without scoring points. Touchdown Raiders! He went right through the line and gives Vegas a touchdown to extend the lead. Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Here's your boy Q. It may be a day late, but it's a done deal. It is locked and loaded, signed, sealed, and delivered. The Raiders have a new quarterback in 2023, and his name is Jimmy Garoppolo. He was on JT The Brick Show a little while ago. Really good stuff from Jimmy G with JT. Also really good stuff with Jimmy G and the media in the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center around noon, about 12.15 maybe-ish earlier today, Pacific time, of course. Uh, Really good stuff from the quarterback and a guy that seems like he's ready to rock and roll and excited about the opportunity to be the Raiders' new quarterback. I love the fact that when he uh, was asked about the history of the Raiders and what he knew about the Raiders, one of the first things he said was, my dad was a Bears fan, but he said the Raiders are badass. (laughs) I thought that that was really cool. One of the best answers I've heard in a long time, uh, the Raiders are badass. So that's what his pops told him uh, as a young dude growing up. So I I think that that's all right. So Jimmy G is in the mix uh, after a day of a little bit of a panic, and I saw a lot of Raider Nation uh, hitting the 10 as far as the panic scale goes. Uh, I was at around a 2. And then after hearing from multiple people and multiple reports that uh, just a little bit of language in in the contract, Everything will be all good. Well, lo and behold, everything is all good, and the Raiders have a new quarterback. Welcome into the show. This is Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm in the home studio after being at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. My man Jared is holding it down in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. Damon, he should be with us shortly, but uh, he's standing in line on a Friday at the DMV. So... Who knows what that's going to hold? You know, who knows when that means? He might show up at 4.55 just in time to sign off for the show because, you know, on a Friday at the DMV, things could go a little squirrely. So DeMond will join us when he gets in studio, but uh, we definitely appreciate Jared holding it down in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio in the meantime, in between time. And, of course, we have a big-time show lined up for you. Very excited. Once again, we're going to bring back Vinny Bonsignor. He's going to join us at 2.30. He joined us yesterday, but that first hour of the show yesterday was so kind of all over the place. It was basically like uh, aggravated and kind of uh, organized chaos, but it wasn't very organized. So uh, Vinny did join us yesterday, but so there, there was so much speculation going on with Jimmy G. You know, we just kind of talked about that, and then the Raiders moving forward as far as free agency goes. Now that he had an opportunity to sit there and hit Jimmy G with a couple questions, I had an opportunity to sit there and hit Jimmy G with a couple questions. Want to get Vinny's thoughts on the quarterback moving forward. So, Jimmy, uh, so Vinny will join the show at 2.30 to talk all things Jimmy Garoppolo. 3 o'clock, we'll keep that Jimmy G going with Jose Sanchez, my guy from All 49ers SI. He covers the 49ers like a glove up in the bay. Really good dude. He'll join us at 3 o'clock as a dude who, again, has covered the 49ers for quite a while. Kind of give us a little bit of an insight and a little bit of a skinny on Jimmy G and what he brings to the table. And, you know, the one thing that has been a growing theme, regardless if you want to hear it or not, is the fact that people – believe in Jimmy G. You know, when you hear players that met in the media yesterday or media room yesterday from Philip Dorsett, you know, to Jacoby Myers and others, they say Jimmy G is a winner. Jimmy G is a hell of a quarterback. Who doesn't know who Jimmy G is? I mean, those are those are their quotes, not mine. So uh, I got to give them credit for that. And I've never heard anything bad about Jimmy G coming out of the locker room. Right. Never heard anyone say we don't like that quarterback or that guy gets on our nerves or that guy's not a good leader. Everything we've always heard about Jimmy G. And of course, it's been from a distance. I haven't covered him like a glove or anything. Uh, We will obviously this year. 
but everything from a distance has been good when it comes to Jimmy G. So Jose Sanchez will join us from all 49ers SI at 3 o'clock to really break it down when it comes to Jimmy Garoppolo. At 3.30, Nick Shook, our good friend from the NFL Network, he'll join us to talk about just the NFL in general, and the first wave of free agency is really done. Right? I mean, you always, when free agency hits, you always get those first couple days where it's like boom, 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 boom. The big-time names are off the board, quick, fast, and in a hurry. And then all of a sudden there's that lull. And then you don't really hear anything for a while. And then all of a sudden a few more names. And I'll tell you right now, and I saw Trey Wingo actually tweet, tweet this out a little while, and I, I agree with him 100%. He said, you know, now that the first wave is done and you've hit that lull, now the free agents that start to get signed, you'll actually probably see better value for the player. And those will probably be sometime impact players as well. Some to that ex- extent. It wasn't the same exact quote. But that's what he basically means. Is like now you can get some value players. And, you know, a lot of Raider Nation will say, Q, well, <laughs> the Raiders have been getting value players already, which they have. And I know that that's frustrated some of Raider Nation uh, not, not hearing the big impact names or the guys that are big-time players or, oh, this guy's going to be a difference maker. And, look, that's something that Vinny has said for the longest. I've been repeating it for the longest that the Raiders weren't going to go out there and make any big-time big splashes right now in free agency. I caution all the time. To anyone who will listen, and I know a lot of times people don't want to hear it, you cannot build your team, a good team that's going to sustain success through free agency. You just can't. You can fill voids here. You can put a, a player here, a player there. You know, But for the most part, you really have to build that team through the draft. And the Raiders are going to try to do that exact thing, build it through the draft and plug a few players here and there. I think Jacoby Myers, I think that signing was a good signing. Uh, we'll see what happens. Him, Hunter Renfro, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Jimmy G. That could end up being a hell of an offense, right? I just know that what I've heard about Jacoby Myers is he's a guy that can get open. He's a guy that's going to catch the ball, and he's going to give you some yards after the catch. He's not a burner, but he's a guy that will all the time get open. So that's, that's something that is a positive, and he knows Josh McDaniels. So, again, the more people that know the scheme, so we don't have to hear that excuse in 2023, well, they're still learning the scheme. All these guys are running into each other because they don't understand. They, don't, they didn't know the plays. You know, the, you don't want to hear that. that. That should be behind everybody. They, you should not hear that anymore. If you don't know the scheme by now, and I'm talking about guys that played last year under Joshua Downs, if you don't know the scheme, if you don't know the playbook, then what are you doing? Right? So guys like Devontae Adams, they got to know this thing like a, the back of their hand. Hunter Renfro got to know this thing like the back of their hand. Obviously, Josh Jacobs, we already saw what he was able to do in one year under Coach McDaniels, right? Go lead the league in rushing. So you have a pretty good idea that he's going to do what he's supposed to do. But, you know, there was times even last season when, and Josh Jacobs told us this after a game, like, hey, man, Mac Hollins didn't, know, didn't even know what the play was. I just told him to line up. That was after that Seattle game when he busted that, that long run to win the game. Mac Hollins didn't know where he was supposed to be. Right? That was because they were still learning everything. Well, at this point, learning should be out the, out the door. They ought to know it by now. Philip Dorsett has experience. Jacoby Myers has experience. Hunter Renfro now has experience. Devontae Adams clearly has experience, and he went for 1,500 yards last year. So he should be all right. right? I have pretty good confidence he'll be all right. So, you know, the Raiders are going to plug in some free agents. I know they haven't brought any big-time names that everyone's super fired up about, but they're doing what they think that they – that makes sense for the, the goal that they're trying to accomplish. And I know right now you're trying to say, well, Q, what's that goal? Obviously, if the goal is to win games, I just don't know what stage they're in right now. And that's me being 100% honest with you. I don't know what stage they're in as far as getting this team where they want to be and feel confident that this team could be a team that can compete with the Chargers twice a year, the Chiefs twice a year, and Denver 
twice a year. And, well, they beat Denver twice last year. So, you know, I expect Denver to be a little bit better, but who knows how much better in 2023. So Nick Shook from the NFL Network, I tell you all that to tell you, he'll join us at 3.30 to talk all things free agency, the NFL in general. And now that Jimmy G is in the mix, how does he think that that fits in with Josh McDaniels with what he wants to do? Because Nick is a guy that knows Josh McDaniels very well, covered him like a glove, so knows what he wants to do offensively. Then at 4.30, Mike Gill, 97.3 ESPN New Jersey. He actually uh, hung out with us in uh, Phoenix at the Super Bowl, and we were on Radio Row. Uh, He covers the Eagles like a glove. He's going to join the show to talk about Marcus Epps. Uh, He was the guy that the Raiders uh, signed, one of the first free agents that the Raiders signed. Uh, He's a guy that played a lot of football last season for uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. As a matter of fact, he played so much football that he got the number one uh, bump in pay as far as the 2022 Performance Bay base pay distributions when they were announced, and they were announced earlier this morning. Marcus Epps was number one. He uh, earned an extra $880,000 based off his playing time. And, and what goes into this, because I had a couple people hit me up and say, well, what exactly does this mean? Well, based off what your salary was in the past year, so whatever he was making in 2022, he outplayed that salary by a long shot. So whatever he was making, he wasn't expected to play as many snaps as he did for Philadelphia, and he turned that into an $880,000 extra little bonus. So almost a million-dollar bonus if you think about it, right? So that just goes, kind of gives uh, a good idea of what kind of player Marcus Epps was, at least as far as his availability and how much he was out there and how much the Philadelphia Eagles needed him to be out there. So we'll talk to Mike Gill, all things Marcus Epps, uh, and just kind of what Raider Nation should expect from him. And, and I said it, and I kind of – you know. Um, I think like summarize it. I think that's the best word to say. I summarized Marcus Epps when we had an opportunity to talk to him on Thursday when all the rest of the free agents actually met with us. Just leadership. He just seemed like a guy that was a big-time leader. If I had to put one word on Marcus Epps to describe describe him, it, it was an absolute leader. And I know that a lot of Raider Nation don't want to hear that. They want to hear difference maker, ball hawk. They want to hear, right, alpha dog. They want to hear that. I just, when I hear hear him talk and know what he did last year for Philly, I just see leadership. So we'll talk to Mike Gill coming up at 4.30 this afternoon, all things Marcus Epps. And sticking with the guys that earned extra pay on the top 25 performance-based pay distributions for 2022, coming in at number 25, Deron Harmon from the Raiders. He actually earned an extra $636,000 for his play. So, again, going off of what he was paid last season and then how much he was actually on the field and what he did and how much he contributed led to him getting an extra 636000 Deron Harmon's a guy that I'm a big fan of. Uh, off the field and on the field, right? I just think he's a hell of a dude. He's got a, a, a great head on his shoulders. Uh, he'll talk to you whenever, win, lose, whatever the case may be. He'll talk to you. Uh, played with him at the celebrity basketball game when I played in that uh, <laughs> that event. <laughs> and I'll say that was an event because I did very little playing, but I was a participant, I guess you could say. But uh, just, you know, just kind of picking his brain about anything. And he, he's just an overall really good dude. So I was glad. Uh, that Jerron Harmon had the year to spend with the Silver and Black. I'm hoping that they bring him back, but we'll see. Right now that they've added Marcus Epps to the mix, you know Trayvon Merrick is there. We'll see how it kind of you know flows from there. But Jerron Harmon, shout out to him. Uh, extra $636,000 he earned in 2022 with the Silver and Black. So those are the guests that we have coming up on the show today, two, uh, 2.30, about 20 minutes from now. Vinny Bonsignor from the RJ and, of course, Raider Nation Radio 920 will join the show. Jose Sanchez at 3. My guy Nick Shook from the NFL Network at 3.30. And then we'll close things out with Mike Gill from 97.3 ESPN in Jersey at 4.30. Still kind of looking for and hoping that uh, a Vegas Viper 
will call into the show maybe around 4 o'clock, either a coach or a player, but uh, that has not been set in stone yet, so if that gets added at some point in the show, we'll definitely let you know about it. Also have Kevin Hart tickets that we're going to be giving out, have Vegas Vipers tickets that we're going to be giving out, have VGK tickets that we're going to be giving out throughout the course of the show as well. So we got a lot to get to in a little bit amount of time. I always say that, and it sounds like we have a long time, but, man, that three hours goes by quick, fast, and in a hurry. So with all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into the opening drive. The opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920 is brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. So I have two questions that I want to bring to the table on today's show, and of course you can hit us up on the don'tbebroke.com text line at 69187, keyword r and and of course you can call my guy Jared, who's standing by in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio at 702-365-9200. Two questions for you. The first one I think is the obvious Want to know what your overall feelings were when you heard what Jimmy G had to say to the media, right? Obviously, it was a day later. It was supposed to be yesterday, but it happened today. So want to know your thoughts on what you heard. And, and the reason I asked that question is I was walking out of the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. I was running, walking out of the media uh, room to my car so I could head to the house to get here for the show. And a couple people in the parking lot said, all right, Q, well, what are your thoughts? After you heard what Jimmy had to say, what are your thoughts? And I, I said straight up, well, he said all the right things. He, he won the press conference. That doesn't mean that you get W's, you know, on, on your schedule. You know, that doesn't mean that you automatically get five or six wins because you won the press conference. It doesn't. you got to go out there and earn it. But I thought overall Jimmy G said everything that he had to say and should say and really came through like he had a good attitude about wanting to be a member of the Silver and Black. And then after that, he jumped on the phone and, and, and joined the airwaves with, G, uh, with uh, JT the Brick, and I thought that he had, you know, some good things to say there too, thought he said all the right things again. So – he said all the right things, and my overall response was everything is right that he said. Now he's just got to stay healthy. I mean, at the end of the day, unfortunately, there's always going to be that asterisk, yeah, but he's just got to stay healthy. Like, I, I, I don't have anything wrong with the guy, the man. I think he's a good football player. It's just the injuries that always concern me. That's what's concerned me from day one. That's what's going to concern me all the way through, no matter how long he plays throughout the course of the season. And I'm telling you, the quarterback position is well protected in the NFL, but when the guys in the parking lot said, Q, if you had to put money on him playing 17 games next season, would you do it? And I was like, no. I mean, and that's just me being honest. I said no. It's just because the history tells me that it won't happen, and I, and I hope that I'm wrong. I hope he plays 17 games and then some. I really do. You know, because, again, he looks like he's ready for the opportunity. He looks like he's excited about the opportunity. He's embracing learning the, the, the Raiders, the history of the team. You know, he was talking about the, the pictures on the wall around the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Thought that that was really cool. Like, I mean, he just, again, said all the right things. It's all about him staying healthy as far as I'm concerned. But I want to get your thoughts. What are your overall feelings on what Jimmy G had to say when he met with the media? That's question number one. And then I want to throw a scenario out to you for question number two. And this one I think is really going to make you think. And this has to do with the NFL draft. So if the Raiders stay put, at number seven, just say that they don't budge from where they're at. And all of a sudden, at number seven, you have Jalen Carter, Christian Gonzalez, and a combination of Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. One of those two guys. I don't know which one, but I feel like one of those two quarterbacks will be available. But one of those two quarterbacks are available. Who are you selecting? Who are you selecting and why? So Jalen Carter and Christian Gonzalez are there for sure. And then one of these two quarterbacks, Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, is available. I think the Colts will take one of the guys, so only one of them will be available. But if, if the Raiders are stuck at that position at number seven 
what do you do? If you're the silver and black, if Dave Ziegler's calling you and phoning a friend and saying, hey, what do I do here? Let me know what you would do. This one, I think, is going to make you think. So let me know. 69187, keyword R&R. That's the don'tbebroke.com text line. Of course, you can call us at 702-365-9200. And, Jared, if someone calls in, just kind of get in my ear and let me know uh, who it is, and we'll go right out to them. But let's just go ahead and start with the don'tbebroke.com text line. Rich in Oakland said, Q, what's the plan for the defense? Lackluster free agency on that side. Are they going to start a bunch of rookies? That's Rich in Oakland. And, Rich, that's a question that's been asked to me. And thank you so much for that text. I do appreciate you. I do think that the majority of their defensive players are going to come from the draft. If we're, if we're being 100% honest, which I'm always doing here on the show, yeah, I think a lot of them are going to come from the draft. I don't think that they're going to go out and spend a whole lot of money in trying to improve the defense because, honestly, if you look at this free agency, all the players that were available, honestly, there's not a ton that I would say, yeah, go invest a bunch of money in because you know they're only going to be good for like a year or two. Like Bobby Wagner is a good example, really good linebacker. I would probably invest some money in him, and this is why. Because the linebacking class in the draft is not that deep. That's why I would spend some money on Bobby Wagner. But the cornerback class, look at the guys who are out there available right now. Like, uh, Marcus Peters is available. Is that who you want right now? And, and I'm not saying that disrespectfully to you, Rich. I'm just saying in, in general. Like, Marcus Peters is one of the best, best uh, d- defensive backs that is available right now. And you know he's very hit or miss. And he's been injured, banged up quite a bit. I'd rather the the Raiders go into the draft and get a cornerback, someone that they really believe, like a Christian Gonzalez, which goes back to my question that I had. I'd rather them go and get a Christian Gonzalez where I feel like, you know what, he's going to be around for some years. He's cheaper. He's, you know, you kind of know Marcus Peters. He's going to make some plays here and there, but he's also going to frustrate the hell out of you at times. That's just been the history of Marcus Peters coming out of college. That's just kind of who he is. So I do think, and I know it's probably not the answer that you are looking for, I do think the majority of their defensive players that are going to be difference makers will come out of the draft so you know again I know that that's not the answer that everyone's looking for they added Marcus Epps I think that's a good addition I really do I know he's not a big time difference maker but he's a guy that will be where he's supposed to be in Philadelphia they they you know wanted to make sure that their DBs didn't get beat deep so they basically you know the defense that they were playing under coach Gannon they were what, playing a little bit off and then coming up and making the tackle. And the one thing about Marcus Epps, he makes tackles. And you can go back and look at the numbers. He doesn't really miss, and he's really good at run support. So that's something. Um, You know, I think that there's other guys that could be added to the mix to help out, like a Spillane. I don't think that he's going to be a world beater, some fantastic player. But, I mean, he's going to go there and he's going to contribute. And according to him, listening to what he had to say just yesterday – he, he feels like he's going to compete to have the green dot, which is the quarterback of the defense. So, uh, you know, obviously there's a lot to be seen uh, still from there because in Pittsburgh he was just a guy that was uh, a backup. He was depth. But at the end of the season he played a lot more. So hopefully that answers the question. Again, probably not the answer that you really are looking for, but it's the best answer I got. We'll ask Vinny coming up at 2.30 what he thinks about that as well. But let's go out to the phone lines at 702-365-9200. Let's talk to our guy, 502 Raider D. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? What's going on, man? Listen, I, I I was with you on the whole Jimmy G thing, man, as far as, you know, health-wise, but I knew that for us, he probably was the best person that was available to us. Mm-hmm. But without a doubt, if you have gotten Richardson <laughs> there with the seventh pick, I think it's a no-brainer okay. that, you, that, that you have to take the kid. He's, the talent that he has, if he can sit for a year or two behind Jimmy G, 
I think that dude is the future, can be the future of the NFL. You never know, but his talent is unmistakable. So absolutely taking a chance on him, man. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. 502 Raider D, thanks for the call, man. I appreciate you. And that's why I throw it out there because for some people that might be a no-brainer. Yeah, go stick with Anthony Richardson. If he's there at seven, go get him. But some others, like Rich in Oakland, who was asking where the defensive studs are going to come from, maybe there's a defensive stud that you're like, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, but that defensive stud, he can go after it and get after it. And, well, the help needs to really come from the defensive side of things. So that's why I throw the question out there. Again, 702-365-9200. Uh, Jared, who would you say we had up? David. David, welcome to the show. What's on your mind, David? Hey, I think if there's a uh, – well, let me talk about Jimmy G first. Okay. He said all the right things, like you said. He said all the right things. There's n- Nobody should be worried about how Jimmy G plays. All we're worried about is if he's going to be healthy, and right. that's true kind of for anybody. So if he's healthy, he's the man for the next three years. He's good to go, two years, whatever. That's great. He's going to be the man for however long. Aaron Rodgers, as far as picking a quarterback in the draft, Aaron Rodgers sat behind Favre for years, yep. right? And yep. And then he came up and he was great. So, yeah, if there's a good quarterback available, then you take the quarterback. Other than that, I think people are kind of fooling themselves into thinking that every position on the defense is supposed to be a pro bowler. Right. That's not the case. Right. Most of the time, most defenses, if you have two or three pro bowlers, you're a stud. You know, you've, you've got a stacked defense. Mm-hmm. you got a, a, few, a few more studs on defense that are not pro bowlers. That's what, we're, that's what they're bringing in. To me, you don't need a team of all-stars. You need some really good core guys on your defense. We already have one, right? We have, yep. we have Matt. Yep. Add two or three more through free agency and then fill in with the rest. I think that the Raider Nation is trying to say, hey, we need a bunch of pro bowlers on defense. That's never going to be the case. Most defenses don't have that. Don't mean to be redundant, but that's, I think that people get stuck on. We need every single position on the team to be a pro bowler. That's never going to happen. It never does happen. I love it. Great call, man, and I agree with you 100%. That's the thing about it. Like Everyone wants to go from uh, the outhouse to the penthouse when it comes to talent at every single position. There's going to be positions and players on the team that aren't household names but are really good for what you're doing. Right. And look, the Raiders have had that for years. Right. They've had guys that aren't big time household names that can go out there and contribute. And, you know, when they leave a free agency, it was like, oh, man, that was a pretty good player. Right. I mean, it's just it's what it is. The majority of NFL teams are not pro bowlers or Hall of Famers or this, that and the other or first round picks. They're guys that came from the third round, the fifth round, guys, guys that filled a void. And then because of the play around them. They were able to, to all of a sudden shine as well. That's how a guy like, let me give you Corey Littleton. Remember, Corey Littleton was an undrafted free agent when the Rams got him. He was a special teams cat. And then all of a sudden he worked his way up and he got thrown into the mix. And because he's playing behind a really good player, to your credit, David, like Aaron Donald, and playing with some other cats that can get to the quarterback, all of a sudden he elevates his game. It just works together. But Corey Littleton was never a superstar. And then the Raiders gave him big-time money in free agency, and that's why this staff is trying to be careful with who they sign in free agency. They're not just trying to throw out money just to anyone, any name. They did that last year. They threw out money to Chandler Jones, and that didn't work out very well. Right? It didn't. You know, and so that's unfortunate. Matter of fact, they threw out money, big-time money to Chandler Jones, and, it, you know, it didn't work out great. They threw out minimal money to Andrew Billings, and it worked out pretty good. Nobody except for me knew who Andrew Billings was. And the only reason I knew who he was is because I covered him at Baylor. That was it. That was the only reason I knew who Andrew Billings was. 
And he did pretty well. So when he signed with Chicago, he agreed to a deal. I believe he signed yesterday. People were like, oh, damn. Kind of wish that uh, the Raiders had kept that guy. He wasn't a guy that anyone was pounding the table for. But he did play a good role. He did what he was supposed to do. Now, I don't think he's a starter. I don't think he's a guy that you should rely on all season long to be that guy. I think he's a good rotational piece. But, I mean, that's a former fourth-round pick out of Cincinnati that just kind of was there and available. And they gave him a nice little contract. He did his thing. But that's how teams are really built to David's credit. Good call, man. Really good call. Appreciate you. Let's go out to L.A. Talk to our guy, Eddie in L.A. Welcome to the show. What's going on, Q? It's time to get behind Jimmy G. Man. Yes, sir. Who we want, but now he's a Raider, so we got to support him, right? So mm-hmm. we, we got a we got a shot at having some consistent football here. He knows he knows uh, McDaniel's system. He knows how to run it. So there shouldn't be no excuse in that sense. So right. hopefully they we don't have to watch that clock drain all the way down and plays not coming in time. Hopefully that stuff is gone. Uh, the fact that Hunter uh, Hunter Renfro is still here. Uh, bowls well for the where they're going on offense. The defense is still the key. What are they going to get in free agency? I'm with you. You've got to get a bunch of role players, but you do have to figure out how to get some dogs. I really yeah. wish they would go out and try to get Queen, but my price might be too high. That middle linebacker spot, that is where you need your biggest dog right there. And that middle of the field, for whatever reason, for year after year after year, we just cannot get anybody to stop Kelsey or anybody up up the middle. Mm-hmm. That, that's, well, that's our biggest need on defense, I feel. Up, up front, you need that push. Of course, you need it to, to help out Max. But not as, in my opinion, not as important as that middle linebacker spot. We need some dog right there that's going to put the fear. God, anybody comes in the middle. But for anybody that still didn't want Jimmy Garoppolo because he was an ex-Patriot and all that, that's all hogwash, man. They're, he's a Raider now. I don't want to hear any of that crap. He's a Raider. It's time to get behind him and go for it. I, I'm still not a believer in Josh. we still got to see them put it on the field and make it work. you know. But I'm optimistic because of the player that they got. Hopefully he can run this offense the way it should be. Now we're headed in, 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 in this type of direction. Defense, defense, defense. I hope they really do concentrate that in the draft. Raider Nation, stay up, baby. Eddie in L.A., great call. And, you know, the thing about it is you mentioned, uh, you, you mentioned Patrick Queen, the linebacker from uh, the Baltimore Ravens, and I mentioned Bobby Wagner. You know what the same theme is? Linebackers, right? And, again, going back to the draft, the draft is not deep when it comes to the linebacker position. So if the Raiders were going to attack something in free agency, I would, have them, I would have no problem with them going and getting a big-time linebacker because I don't think you're going to find that dude that they really are going to covet and want for the long haul in the draft coming up. I just don't see it, right, just because the, the depth is just not there. Corner depth, it is there. Uh, offensive line depth, pretty decent. Tight end, fantastic, right? If there was a year that you are going to let Darren Waller go and trade him, this would be the year when you can go and find a replacement in the draft, somebody that you feel very comfortable, comfortable and confident in moving forward. So that's why they're able to make that move. But for the most part, man, the linebacker position is a question. So I'm with you. Uh, you know, linebacker, if Dave Ziegler is going to focus on something in free agency still, uh, I would have no problem with it being a, a, a linebacker. I know there was a lot of, uh, you know, people, a lot of commotion on Twitter last night, people thinking that Bobby Wagner was about to be a Raider. And I know I was kind of watching and monitoring to see if there's any news that rolled out. Apparently he changed his, his Twitter handle to a couple dice, and so people started tying that together with, uh, with Vegas, and that could mean absolutely nothing. <laughs> right? That could mean absolutely nothing. But, uh, you know, that's what we do, right? We kind of pay attention to what's going on on Twitter. So thank you so much for that call. And I'm with you, too. Got to get behind Jimmy G. He's the quarterback. I, I'm sure not one of those guys that say, hey, because he's not my, my favorite guy, I'd rather him fail. I am not that dude. And I know that there's fans out there that rather see the team lose 
because it's not with the players that they want, then they'd rather just see them win. I don't care. The motto is just win, baby. It does, it's not just win, baby, unless you're Jimmy G or unless you're so-and-so. or let, Look, that ain't – man, I'll tell you, I say it all the time, and Jared even knows in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, it is a lot more fun to cover a winner. It is a lot more fun to come on the radio and talk about winning. Winning is awesome. Everyone loves to do it. So uh, if the Raiders can find a way to do it, and Jimmy G, his only hang-up, said all the right things, think he's a good player, He's just got to find a way to stay healthy, and he knows that. He is no dummy. He absolutely knows that. One more text, then we'll take a break. Raider at T hit us with one that's a really good one on our don'tbebroke.com text line. Sometimes we need those guys who have the will to win to outgrind those who have the flashy name. That's Raider at T. That is awesome. I love that. And, and, and the reason I love that is because one of my mottos that I've always said in life, I've always told everyone I am not the most talented dude in the world at anything, but I guarantee you I'll be the dude that outworks everyone. In anything. I promise you, I will outwork anybody. I don't care. Put them in front of me, I'll outwork them. I ain't got to be as talented as them, but I will definitely outwork them. That's the one thing. That's my one claim to fame in life that I can, that I can hold my head up high and know that that's what's going to happen. And that's what Raider ST, Raider ST is talking about. Sometimes we need those guys who have the will to win to outgrind those who have the flashy name. Thanks for that text. We do appreciate you. 228 is the time. When we come back, Vinny Bonsignor will join us. He was at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. He talked to Jimmy G. We'll get his thoughts and more. This is Radio Nation Radio 920. That was the opening drive of Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Brought to you by Southern Nevada Chevy Dealers, home of the Chevy Silverado, the strongest, most advanced Silverado ever. It's Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. On the show from the RJ and, of course, the morning tailgate right here on Raider Nation Radio 927 to 10. Having a little phone issues, but we'll work it out. My man Jared's holding it down the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. We definitely appreciate him as DeMond's holding it down in the line at the DMV during the show, which we definitely appreciate. Uh, on the text line, ask the questions. Threw it out there. Ask a couple questions. What were your overall feelings on what Jimmy G had to say as he met with the media today? And then the second question, which takes a little bit more thought, if the Raiders stay put at number seven and this scenario happens to pop up, Defensive tackle Jalen Carter out of Georgia is there. Cornerback Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon is there. And either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson are available. I don't want to pick one of the guys because I don't want someone to say, well, why'd you pick that guy and not the other? I think one of those two guys will be available, and I don't know which one it is. But if one of those guys is available, what direction do you go? 702-365-9200. That's the phone number when we don't have a guest. And then, of course, 69187, keyword R&R. That's our don'tbebroke.com text line. Ty from Missouri said, hey, Q, I'm fired up after hearing from Jimmy today. There's something about seeing him up there representing our team and our colors that just makes you want to get behind him and support him. That's my quarterback, Q. I might mess around and get a jersey. That's Ty from Missouri. Great stuff, man. And I'll tell you what, he did seem like he was fired up to be there. He was excited, you know, and when we get Vinny Bonsignor on, which we should have on in a minute, Vinny asked him about, you know, the holdup yesterday. Was there ever any doubt that it would get done? He said no. So, you know, I, I didn't get super worked up about it. It was obviously a little strange and bizarre. You never want to be left at the altar. So you kind of wonder what was going on, but it all worked out at the end of the day. You know, some people were hitting me up. Oh, well, we need an explanation. Do you really? Don't really need an explanation if – there is no explanation except for it was something that they had to get worked out before, beforehand, and you'd rather something get worked out before everything is introduced than having to work it out later. So 
Uh, it's all said and done, and Jimmy G is the guy. Joining us now on the phone lines, as promised, from the morning tailgate, and, of course, to RJ as well as our good friend Vinny Bonsignor. And, Vinny, thanks so much for your time, my man. I appreciate you. Thanks for making time for us on uh, two days in a row. But now that it became official, you were there, I was there, Jimmy G was there. You asked the question about the holdup yesterday, and he let it be known that it was no big deal and never a question. But what was your overall think, th- thoughts, man, when you saw and heard from Jimmy G what he had to say today? Yeah, and, and going back to that, that was the sense that I was getting all throughout yesterday and, and last night. So, um, you know, I know like everybody wants to play the conspiracy theory and always go to the worst, but it's not that unusual when you got to understand that uh, a lot of times, especially in the tampering period, uh, all of this is done over the phone. Maybe now you throw a Zoom call in there, uh, but you're agreeing in param- parameters to a, to a deal. It isn't until you actually see the contract where guys look at it and put the fine-tooth comb on it. And, you know, if there's something like, oh, wait, I thought we said that it was supposed to be this. This looks like you had it written there. So got to get this figured out. You know, and it, it's, that's not unusual. So um, it caused a little bit of a delay yesterday. Uh, he obviously passed the physical. If he didn't, the writers uh, would not have uh, uh, agreed to, to actually sign him. So I know it's easy to get, to get all caught up in that kind of stuff, but this is just – the business of the NFL and professional sports, there's a lot that goes into a contract. And like you said, uh, if there's a little bit of an issue, get it ironed out before you, do, before you sign the contract. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. Exactly. So that's what they did. He took the stage, and I said uh, that I, I came away from that feeling like he did really well, right? He said all the right things, and obviously the big asterisk and the big caveat, Vinny, is going to be he's got to stay healthy. But he sounded to me like he was pretty fired up for the opportunity to earn the job as the quarterback of the Silver and Black. Again, what, what were you thinking when you heard what he had to say and the questions he answered? Yeah, no doubt about it. And, um, you know, obviously, and, and the injury factor is a big factor. We can't, it's yep. not something that we can pretend like doesn't exist. But when he is healthy, there's no denying that he helps the football team win. And I think there's a way that he goes about things. And like you just mentioned, earning it, earning it. Uh, I don't want to be the leader just because I'm the, I'm the quarterback. I want to be the leader because people respect me mm-hmm. uh, and people, um, you know, uh, want to be led by me. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Uh, and that starts with, through, uh, through hard work. It also starts with building a family uh, atmosphere in that building and getting everybody kind of rowing in the same direction. I know those are like words that people sometimes roll their eyes uh, uh, on, but you have to understand that that's what it takes, especially this time of year when they start getting out there on the grass, you know, soon in, in OTAs and whatnot and mini camps and try to get maybe get together at a local park and start throwing around. Those relationships, that's where it all begins. The winning and all that, um, you know, ends up taking care of itself, but you have to start by building a foundation, and it seems like he understands that and he gets that. And I'll say this, he's seen it at a pretty high level. He's been to a Super Bowl. Probably should have gone to another one mm-hmm. two years ago uh, when a safety uh, you know, dropped a football. You know, you, you hated it for the kid, but it is what it is. But, you know, that, he's played at a high level and has played in some meaningful games, way more meaningful games than have been played around here for a long, long time, and that's just the honest truth about it. He's seen it and been about it and done it uh, and in ways that not everybody in this building right now or this team or these, this fan base has seen in a long, long time. 
I agree 100%. Vinny Bonsignor is our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. So as far as what he had to say about Coach McDaniels, you know, and he kind of laughed when they were talking about and asked him about getting coached hard and kind of what Jacoby Myers had, had referenced on uh, yesterday uh, when we got to meet with him, and he laughed and he said, you know, as a young player, you probably don't like that. But at the end of the day, it's all for the good. Uh, how much do you think that that kind of resonates with, with players who might not have known Coach McDaniels uh, too much last season and are just getting to know him, but realizing that, yeah, his style might be hard, but it's all for the good of the team? Yeah, and, and Key, you've been around sports long oh, enough. Oh, yeah. And, and you, you know this. Guys that are good, that want to be great, do not mind being coached hard. Right. Every great player that I've ever dealt with wants to, as long as they respect uh, where it's coming from and who it's coming from. And there's no, no doubt that that's the case with Josh McDaniels. There's a lot of, um, he has a lot of accolades behind him that people respect. And all you got to do is talk to him about football and he's going to blow people away. And he often does that with his knowledge. So there's a respect there. Of course, as he said, if a, as a young player, and that might be the case with some young players uh, with the Raiders who first got a taste of him, it's going to be hard. It's going to be stressful. He always says this all the time, you know, he talks about stress after games. There's a stress level to this business uh, that is indisputable, and you have to rise to it. And that includes how you're, uh, uh, you know, what you're expected in the classroom, on the practice field, every minute you're in the building, and it's a high level. That's what you want, and you should want that as a fan base because all they're trying to do is win the Super Bowl. That's all the quest. That's the only objective uh, around here is to win the Super Bowl. And you have to drive a hard bargain with yourself. You have to drive a hard bargain with the people around you, with the players that you're coaching, your teammates, yourself. Everybody has to do that. That's what you need to do to win a championship. And, yeah, maybe sometimes young players don't quite understand that. But everybody that finally understands it and appreciates it usually says, you know what, that is what it takes. And I, didn't, might, I may not have known that early on, but I know it now. Right, exactly. And one more uh, Jimmy G question, Vinny, before we move on. Uh, just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, on again, the, the player that he is, kind of the, the leadership that he brings, or at least it seems like the leadership that he brings. Again, all we've seen from him is from a distance, and so he's going to get that opportunity. But it just, to me, I mean, what I took away was that he really was – you know, I don't want to say a sponge, but he wanted to come in there and learn as quickly as possible. It just it, it kind of gave me that feeling that he was ready to come in there and learn everything he needed to do, hit the ground running, and just go. Did you get that same impression as well? I do. Uh, I really do. And and you know, uh, and people that I've talked, you know, talking to people about him, including uh, people that have played with them, there's just something about the dude that mm -hmm. resonates uh, with, with players and with teammates. You know, he's got. Uh, obviously, you know, you look at him and everybody talks about the looks and everything like that, but there's a humbleness about him, too. Um, and then when you win, like when he's healthy, the guy helps teams win games. It's Again, it's indisputable. That resonates. Uh, but there's a way about him, I think, that really uh, people, players, sort of rally around, you know, and they feel like that's a leader. That's who I want to uh, follow. And he does it in a way – that isn't overbearing, and he's not taking a big stick and clobbering you over the head with it. Right. He's just sort of a chill dude. You could get that just yeah. talking to him right, you know, today. And I think that's going to serve the Raiders well and this team well and this franchise well. 
It feels like it. It, it really does. I did like the fact that he said that his dad said that the Raiders were uh, badasses, <laughs> right? Yes, <And> he... <laughs> exactly. I you gotta the... love the Ita- you gotta love the Italian family being right there with them too. By the way, yeah. How cool was that? I was like, man. Uh, I mean, Jimmy G. Everyone's gonna always talk about uh, you know his looks and everything, but hell, the whole family came in with their heads up high and we're like, hey, we're here too. <laughs> so you know what we call it? A crew. That's the crew right there. So, there you uh, go. He brought his crew with him, and uh, and it was like they were over there making sure everyone understood we're over here. So keep those questions polite. I'm just kidding. Uh, I think they've heard it all. But yeah, I, I, as a, as a fellow Italian, that I was like, yeah, that's 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 how we roll, right? That's the crew right there. You can appreciate that. I'm not mad at that at all. Give Vinny Bonsignores our guest here on Radio Nation Radio 920 unnecessary roughness. Now another aspect of the team I just want to focus in on the team here is obviously we know that the defense needs to build up and the first the first wave of free agency is really done now the second wave will really get going at some point but the big time names are really off the board and one I didn't feel like there was a ton of big time names this time around anyway but for the Raiders they were never in the business of getting the big time names we all kind of knew that so a lot of fans are upset right now because well where's the where's the difference makers where's the impact player Vinny, at the end of the day, I feel like the most of the impact players that you see on the defense are most likely going to come from the draft. It, it really has to be. Um, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about this free agency class, and like you said, there really wasn't a whole bunch of guys that really stood out as a difference maker, right? Right. Uh, and that's, there's usually a reason for that. Uh, when, you're, when you're a difference-making defensive player, chances are you're not going to be on the open market. Teams want to make sure that that, that doesn't mean that you know there aren't some uh, some some solid you know defensive players out there, guys that can step in um, and 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 help get a job done. I think the Raiders have brought in a couple of guys uh, along those lines. But you're right, the difference makers are going to come in the draft, and this is a deep defensive draft. Uh, I think there's some some potential stars uh, that are going to be available to the Raiders, and some guys that I think are going to be able to step in and 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 play. And it's on Dave Ziegler; he understands that, and Champ Kelly and and that whole staff to go find them. But that's where it's going to have to start. We've talked about this a million times. You go look at the 49ers, the team that Jimmy G just came from, and you go look at their defense, and it's pretty much draft pick, draft pick, draft pick, draft pick, draft pick. That's how you have to build uh, a, basically a team. But certainly in the Raiders' case now, that's how they're going to have to build the defense. And use free agent free agency to supplement it. And, uh, and if you need, you know, eventually you get to a point where, yeah, let's go out and get a hard grave from the Philadelphia Eagles and throw a bunch of money at one player to help one position of need to kind of get us over the top. That'll, that'll happen as long as Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly and those guys are doing their job in the draft. But you have to get there first. You have to build that foundation first. Yeah, and that's how I feel as well. And that's where, you know, I think that the most of the impact is going to come from. So, Vinny, as we wrap this up, let me ask you the question that I threw out there on the Don'tBeBroke.com text line. If the Raiders stay put at number seven, and defensive tackle Jalen Carter is there, cornerback Christian Gonzalez is there, and then one of these two quarterbacks, either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, I don't care which one it is, one of those guys is there, what direction do you think the Raiders should go? Man, I, okay, Q. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. I, because look at man. Gosh, darn it. On film. <laughs> on film. And I don't even care, honestly. Right. Right, but I mean, I'm just I really I'm asking you from basically a, a point of view of what makes most sense for the team, right? Like as they're trying to build this thing up. If you're taking, if you're if you're talking about the best thing for the team and take yep. everything and everything else checks out, all yep. right? Yep. And everything checks out. Jalen Carter is arguably the best player in this draft, 
and yeah. and it's exactly what the Raiders need. Now there's some insinuating circumstances that are that are going on there. Right. And I can understand why he would come off a lot of teams' boards, including the, the the you know the Raiders here. But if you're going pure pure talent, my goodness, that dude is exactly what the Raiders need on the field. Right. Yeah, no, you're right about that. And obviously the stuff that's off the field, you can't ignore it, but uh, that's up to the Raiders and everyone to check check out, you know, what's going on behind the scenes and, you know, really do some investigating on this young man because, again, there's a lot of issues going on off the field and then, of course, not having a very good pro day as well. But I'll tell you right now, Vinny, if they stay at number seven and those options are all there, it almost feels like they can't get it wrong, <laughs> right? I mean, you I know. know, right. <laughs> you, they, would, you, you would hope. And, and there's a lot to – Anthony Richardson really uh, intrigues me as well, too. So yep. um, he would probably be number number two, and he might end up being number one. I don't know if he's going to be there, though. I don't, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I don't know about any of those guys uh, and how right. it's all going to shake out because, look, I mean, there's plenty of time. There's still some moving and shaking that could happen. There's some trades that could happen. There's a lot that could happen between now and the end of April. Well, great stuff, Vinny. Thanks again, man, for uh, hopping on again just to kind of give us your thoughts on what you heard from Jimmy G earlier today. I definitely appreciate you. What are you writing about on the RJ that we should be on the lookout for? Writing about Jimmy G and that black suit that he was wearing. He was looking pretty sharp. Custom suit. I saw somewhere that that was a custom suit that he had done overnight. So there you go. I, I don't know if he does anything else other than that. Other than That's custom. a good point. Yeah, you know how you guys are, right? You guys do it big, man. <laughs> the bot, the bots and yours, the the bots and yours, and the Garoppolo's do it big. <laughs> That's right. That's right, baby. <laughs> Thanks, Vinny. Appreciate you, brother. Have a great weekend. <laughs> you too, my man. There he goes. Vinny Bonsignor. That's my guy right there. Great job on the RJ, putting out great work, and always on the morning tailgate, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Raider Nation Radio 920 with Clay and Heidi. Fantastic stuff. And a uh, little side story that you might not know, Vinny's son gets his hair cut the same place I get my hair cut by my, my barber. So there you go. Vinny's son has good taste. Gets his haircut where I get my haircut. Mickey, our guy Mickey, gets his haircut the same spot too. We are all in the cut, baby. Literally. In the cut. 2.49 is the time. We'll take a break. Damon Cotton is in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio. We can give a round of applause. He made it out the DMV, and he maybe he's got his ID now. We'll find out next as we close out hour number one. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. Now back to Unnecessary Roughness with your boy Q on Raider Nation Radio. My guy, Marin Raider, tweeted at us and said, Amen, Vinny Bonsignor. Guys that want to be great don't mind being coached hard. As said on Unnecessary Roughness, he said, Impressive to me that talented players with choices in free agency that played for Josh McDaniels in the past want to be here. Admitted he's tough, but made them better. Great point on Twitter from Marin Raider. We definitely appreciate that. Let's hustle out to the phone lines. We have Jose Sanchez coming up at 3 o'clock to talk all things Jimmy G. But right now, want to hear from our good friend Paul in Temecula. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? What's up, Q? Thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate yes, sir. It. Yes, sir. Hey, uh, a couple of things. Uh, to answer your first question about uh, Jimmy, um, what I got out of it is that he's comfortable in his own skin, man. He, he knows who he is. Um, these guys, they hear the noise. They hear the chatter of what their limitations are, what he is, what he can't do. But I think that he's comfortable in his own skin and that he's selfless, you know, like putting the team first kind of mentality. Um, so that, that kind of stood out to me. And, and another thing, too, is like going with that is like – like taking the coaching, you know, not just the the, the X's and O's, but the, the the critique of the coaching, you know, like, like I'm just assuming, right? Like he, he's in a film session and, and Devontae Adams is white, you know, running white ass open and he misses a throw. 
Josh is going to call him out on it, and I think he's comfortable in his own skin that he could deal with that, you know? Yeah. So I, I so that, that's, that's you know, I, I got out of that from Jimmy. Um, your second question, man, that that's a tough one, Q. That, that's like, <laughs> right? That, that's, yes. You know, that's tough because, <laughs> because the team has, you, you can't go wrong with any of those guys, right? So, but, but. I, I would pick the quarterback and, and, and hear me out on this. Okay. Um, let, let's just say, let's just say that the, the corner, the corner and the defensive tackles, they're pro bowl players. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't, you, you can't miss on those guys, but, but the quarterback, if you pick the quarterback and that quarterback becomes an all pro, right. And you miss on that quarterback, you're, you're going to be shooting yourself. Like, what did I do? Like, although I got a good player, I got a pro bowl player. But I missed out on an all-pro quarterback and at the most important position, you know. And as far as the two quarterbacks, man, honestly, it's just it's a flip of the coin, right, of, you know, the potential with Richardson yep. and, and, and the moxie and the grit that Will Levis has. The, the only thing that, that I would say is, like, I, I kind of go back to, like, what uh, Bill Parcells would say, like, when he looks into drafting a quarterback, is at least a two- or three-year starter, you know, that, that plays dividends when you're – going into the college ranks or going up from the college to the NFL game. And, and I think um, Levis has played like 34 games total, you know, like 13 games, 14 games at Penn State before he transferred to, to Kentucky and another 23 games in Kentucky. So, um, you know, you, you can't ignore that either, right? Um, so having that, that college experience goes a long ways into uh, helping them succeed more into the NFL. So, that that's all I got, man. So it, it that's a that's a great question, man. So um, it's a hard one, but I I just can't see missing out on a on a potential Pro Bowl quarterback. You know, if, if everything works out, I got I got one question for you though, Q. Okay. If you had an option between drafting Aaron Donald or <laughs> Justin Herbert, who would you pick? Ooh, man, that's a good question. Knowing what I know about them both, I think I'd have to agree with you. As much as Aaron Donald is fantastic, I think I'd have to roll with Herbert as well. Exactly. Why is that? Yeah, because he's a quarterback that's going to last for a very long time or has the potential to last for a very long time and be that franchise guy. You make a lot of sense, man. You make a lot of exactly, sense. man. That, and, and I'm not saying that these guys are, are at that level, but, like, they could be at that level. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Mahomes is on a different level, but, but even if we get someone like, Herbert talent, Burrow talent, like that that's what we want and that's what this team needs. But All I'm right. excited about Jimmy, man, and we just gotta have faith, man. We gotta see it on the field. Cool. Thank thank you so much. Great stuff. Great question thrown back at me. I like it and that's part of the that's part of it, man. You can throw a question back at us and uh we'll definitely answer it. So Paul, appreciate your call, my man. Uh really good stuff. Uh, of course you can keep that feedback coming on the don't be broke.com text line coming up. Hour number two. We'll have Jose Sanchez talking all things Jimmy G. We'll do it next here on Radio Nation Radio nine twenty.